Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Welcome back, and wherever you are, I'm glad to be with you. In the last episode, we discussed how to get better at hearing God when He speaks to us. Today, we're going to dive into the importance of building a firm foundation and how valuable this is when you're raising a family. Parents have a surprisingly short amount of time to make a significant investment in their children. 18 years seems like an eternity when you're a child, but when you're a parent, you realize just how quickly these years fly by. When John and I were first starting our family, older friends would come and say things to us like, it goes by so fast. So many people use that line with us that John and I really begin to make a joke of it. Now, several decades later, we realize the joke was on us. Those early years with our four children really did fly by. As the old saying goes, the days are long, but years are short. When I watched my children walk across the stage at their high school graduations, I yearned for those days when they could barely crawl across the kitchen floor. As they left for college and then got married, John and I sat back and we prayed we had done all that we could to give them a strong foundation for life. Even with my children grown with their own families, though, my days as a parent aren't over. The time of raising children is brief, but parenting continues for life. And more importantly, the training and equipping we did for them has carried over into their marriages and into how now they're raising their own children. You see, each generation has enormous potential to shape and mold the next several generations. What my parents instilled in me, I tried to instill into my own children. Now they are instilling it into their children. You see, parenting is truly one of our greatest responsibilities. So let's take a few moments today to learn how to make the most of the time we have with our children. If you want your children to fly as adults, you'll need to start by grounding them as children. I'm talking about giving your children a strong foundation, a root system, if you will, that will sustain and support them as they grow. Plants, for example, require fertile soil, sunlight, and plenty of water. When all these three things are present, the roots are able to dig down deep and provide a foundation for life that continually supplies nutrients needed for growth and development. In the same way, we must provide our children with the nutrients they need to flourish. As John and I travel this parenting journey, We've learned that raising healthy, happy, productive children who are ready to soar into adulthood requires three main ingredients, commitment, consistency, and kindness. So let's spend a little time on this concept of commitment. Now you need to know that commitment is an absolutely vital component of faith and family, but it's becoming hard to see in today's culture, I'll have to admit. We have become a society ruled by impulse and instant gratification. Many people seem to be unable to focus on one thing for more than five seconds before they get distracted and they move on to the next shiny object. 
But that kind of fly-by-night, in-the-moment lack of attention and commitment can cause our faith to flounder and our families to fall apart. If we want to raise children who are grounded in the Lord and prepared to fly when they leave home, we must demonstrate commitment. We have to show them how to fight through the struggle when things get hard and model a commitment to long-term goals over short-term pleasure. We have to practice responsibility, duty, allegiance, and devotion. We have to do what we say we're going to do. As John and I have walked this road in our faith, our marriage, and our parenting, we've identified four specific commitments every parent should model for their children. Commitment to God, commitment to prayer, commitment to marriage, and commitment to parenting. So let's unpack these commitments and give you just a little more detail and help to understand them. First is commitment to God. The most important commitment we can model for our children is a deep and abiding commitment to God. You will never know how much your own faith walk will influence that of your children. They are always watching. If you take God seriously, there's a good chance they will too. That means making time for the Lord regularly, making worship and ministry a priority, and talking freely about your faith at home, especially around your children. Psalm 37.5 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Proverbs 4.25 and 27 says, Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. You see, our eyes should be fixed on Him, following in His footsteps instead of looking around at all the worldly distractions that are shouting for our attention. Next is commitment to prayer. It is so important to be committed to prayer. As believers, our first and foremost relationship should be with our Heavenly Father. It should be obvious to all of us that no relationship can flourish without regular, deep conversation. That's all prayer is, our conversation with God. Prayer is something that John and I have always taken very seriously, both individually and in our marriage. We also have spent countless hours praying together for our children. I can't even imagine raising four children without a regular time of prayer. That's where we've received the specific guidance and direction needed day after day, time after time. I think raising children without prayer is like trying to drive cross-country without a GPS. You wouldn't know where you're going, what's coming next. You wouldn't know how to navigate the twists and the turns along the way. Let me encourage you, pray for your children and be specific in your prayers. Pray for them by name. Pray for each need, each opportunity each trial and stress. Pray for their salvation. Pray for God's wisdom as they make education and career decisions. Pray for their future spouse and children. Pray for God's blessings to rain down upon them. Pray for their wisdom and responsibility in managing those blessings. Pray for the impact that they can have on the world and in their community. Pray, pray, pray. Along with commitment to God and commitment to prayer, there is commitment to marriage. It may seem indirectly related to your child, but a couple's love serves as the most important, powerful example a child has of understanding God's love for them. 
whether your children are toddlers or teens or somewhere in between, they need to understand God's love for them. And when you, as parents, love each other well, you are modeling and shaping in their little minds how God loves them. You're also helping your children to recognize the beauty of marriage and of a godly partnership. Those lessons carry over into his or her relationships for the future. If a son sees his parents laugh and play together, that's what he'll expect in his own marriage. If a daughter sees her father verbally abuse her mother or worse, that's what she'll come to expect from her own husband. We teach our children from our example what a normal marriage is, so we must be careful to set the best example possible. John and I are not perfect people, and we certainly have not had the perfect marriage. We've had arguments, disagreements, and a few rough spots. Getting married at a young age compounded the pressures, and having children added to the friction. I love my husband more than anything in this world, but boy, we've had some rough seasons. But here's what's important. Listen carefully. Through it all, we never questioned our commitment to each other. We never allowed ourselves to consider, let alone threaten, a divorce. It simply wasn't an option. That commitment, both to each other and to God, who had formed this union, has kept us laughing and loving for more than 40 years now. Even today, we are still working on our marriage. There will never be a time this side of heaven when we get it perfect. However, we have never stopped trying. And we believe one of the greatest gifts we've given to our children is the love we give to each other in our marriage. So far, we've talked about the importance of staying committed to God, prayer, and marriage. Our final focus is a commitment to parenting. I have worn many hats throughout my life. I've been a wife, a business owner, an entrepreneur, a missionary, and so on. But of all the challenging roles that I've had, None have come close to the challenges of my role as a mother. It's a breathtaking reality that God puts a brand new life in the care of a flawed human parent. There's no question about it. Parents make mistakes. Every parent causes problems, even when trying to solve others. We all mess up a million times or more, but God is there to bring beauty from the ashes of our all-too-human mistakes. When you accept your role as a parent, you truly begin one of life's greatest adventures. The highs will be higher and the lows will be lower than you ever imagined. Those highs and lows are especially apparent during the teen years. It was that season when John and I had to remind our children that we were their parents, not their friends. We had always had and still have great relationships with our children, but we had to make some tough decisions during those teen years that were, well, let's just say unpopular. As much as possible, though, John and I tried to be proactive in our approach. Our goal was to prepare our children beforehand for the challenges they would face to give them the tools and information they would need to be able to tackle those issues before they came up. One way we did that was with a I promise contract from our children. This was an agreement we developed with the children that addressed the temptations that we knew they would have to deal with someday. The document also asked for our children's commitment to abstain from certain activities and to avoid certain temptations whenever possible. Did this contract completely eliminate all trials, temptations, and teen drama? 
absolutely not, not even close. However, it did give us the opportunity to have hard discussions with our children, and it called on them to make their own commitments in some key areas. Engaging them at that level and putting some responsibility on their shoulders to honor their commitment was a crucial step in their development, maturity, and the trust that grew between us as parents and children. As we have taught through these four areas of commitment, let me just ask you, did you sense the Lord convicting you at any point? Lack of commitment causes us to become what the Bible describes as double-minded and unstable in all we do. You might go back and pull out your Bible and read James 1.8. You see, we can see examples of this everywhere we look these days. A double-minded person says one thing and does another. A double-minded person starts off in one direction and then changes course at the first bump of the road. A double-minded person is constantly wavering, undecided, and inconsistent. This is not the kind of parent or people the Lord has called us to be. So as we wrap up today's episode, I encourage you to take a moment to reflect on your own childhood. Think about what kind of home you grew up in, how your parents interacted with you, the lessons you learned by watching the grown-ups in your life, and so on. Looking back, what or who contributed most to the man or woman you've become today? In our next episode together, I'll share how consistency, kindness, and foundations of faith helps ensure you are launching great adults into the world. That concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.